What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. Super hyped today. I hope everyone had a had a great week. It's uh, Thursday where I am. And um, I mean, I guess it's really Thursday. No, that was really stupid. It's Thursday now, but if you're listening on a Monday, it's not Thursday. So we'll move on from that. But it's Thursday, end of the week. Tomorrow's Friday. It's going to be great. And uh, I'm really excited. Uh, Aaron Clafton is back with us and we're going to we're going to talk and uh Maybe, maybe not bring up the Vikings. It's a little bit of a sore subject in my household. And I'd imagine it is in his household, but we're going to talk about his new song and so much more. Aaron, how are you, buddy? What's going on? What's new? Uh, Inform the people and uh, what's going on. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back on. Am I your first guest or have you had? I've had a couple, but you're like one of five, I think. Okay. I'd be like the very first, but. I think you might be four. Okay. Which is still pretty decent if you think about it. That is, yeah. That's like that's like three years of episodes, and four people return. Maybe that's not good look, good luck on me, but you know, I and, don't know. And you do you pump out episodes like every week, so it's impressive how committed you are to this. So I, listen, I have nothing else cool about me, so I I got to keep it up somehow. So this this is all I got going. So I'm gonna keep doing it, and then the fun factor is another part of it too. But you know, you know, right. No, but I've been good. Um, I I feel like I've kind of been MIA for a little bit. Uh, this last, I think the last time we talked was 2021. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm finally putting out new music and it feels good and it feels right. And I'm glad I waited. Um, and now I'm just trying to post as many TikToks as I can about this. <laughs> <laughs> and get as many people to watch as you possibly can. Right. I love it. It's always the, uh, it's always the, the, I know we've talked about this before. It's always the dumb TikToks that do the best or the short ones. Yeah. I, um, I had one the other day that I randomly posted about Hardy's uh, radio song. Have, have you listened to that? I have listened to that. I think it's so cool. I think it's like, what I think is really, okay. So what I find really interesting about it is that um, like Hardy can go ahead and put out like half country, half butt rock record. But if someone put out, half country, half like straight up pop, everyone would be up in a frenzy besides the point. But um, I find that really funny. Although I love the record. I'm not, I'm, I seriously do. I've listened to it a million times, but, and I think it's really cool that it's like a clear bridge between one genre and the next, but I posted something about radio song and about how I actually thought that the chorus of like what's he's, what he's literally making fun of. I was like, this is pretty catchy. Like, I don't care what anyone says. This shit is actually catchy. Like if you put out a whole song like this, I wouldn't say it's some genius song, but I'd say it's catchy. And it got like randomly 30,000 views. And I was like, I didn't even try. I came home from work and pop, prop my phone up and just like played the song, wrote a little caption, called it a day and was like, bingo, there's one. So it, that authenticity, authenticity is what people of TikTok like. Yeah, it's the raw. <laughs> it's the raw. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Now, let me ask you a question. So um, you said you, you took a little bit of time off here and and, and you're happy you waited to put, to put new music out. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, the one thing that we talked about last time was that when you when you put out uh, that EP in 2020, uh, the big the big thing was that you wanted to make sure it was right. You want to make sure it was the right time and the right songs to put it out. And I like that method. I think it's important. I think there's something to be said about someone who just pumps songs out. And yeah, maybe it's good to keep their numbers up and keep them like in the know. 
But then again, in five years, do you want to listen to that? So, um, you know, in terms of like you, like, obviously you're writing a lot more than we are knowing, right? Like you probably write all the time. You're not going to take a selfie writing a song today. Cause then there'd be like one, a million selfies and you're not that good looking. So <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. I'm kidding. Um, but like, so, so your process, right? Like, do you enjoy just kind of waiting and marinating and does that help you with ideas with songs? That's a good question. I, I definitely have been, I've been writing more intentionally. I think lately okay. um, I've been trying to get into a room and make sure that like either we're writing a song for myself or writing a song for somebody else in the room who I like really believe in. Like mm -hmm. Brittany is a great example of that. I love um, Brittany. She's the best. I yeah me and her are I we're on the same wavelength yeah as writing goes and it's awesome that I have her in my corner mm -hmm. uh, but yeah it's uh I think making sure that the songs that I release are something that is going to go along with my story of like where I'm at and I also for these this upcoming batch of songs just really wanted it to be somewhat cohesive and like i was really inspired by Haley witters who um embraced being from iowa yeah and i was like because i feel like when everybody gets to nashville and uh, or in general just moves away from where they're from there, there's often like that quick gut reaction of just rejecting of everything that made you who you are sure. um, and so I was really intentional with picking songs that had somewhat of a connection back home to the people in central Minnesota for me. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think it's important because you're right. So many people move to Nashville and so many people move um, to other cities to pursue whatever dream they may want to pursue that. Yeah, they kind of morph into that person that they're surrounded by and they kind of forget about the fact that they're from minnesota and that they're from northern new jersey or that they're from wherever you know what i mean i mean it's true like it, it but that's because like you know you're in this new place it's exciting and all these people uh, you're surrounded by this new culture that you may not have been surrounded by before right so like i think you're totally right but i think it's really cool when you kind of blend that uh that sound and that in the writing of you know how you grew up and kind of where you are in life now i think it's important to kind of mesh it together and that's what makes good songs right so and i think it's cool i think Haley's so cool and it's so different too like it's 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 not even really i feel like it's it's not like most of the stuff that we've seen like in the last five years the stuff that she puts out so i think it's cool that that's like something that you look for because i feel like she's kind of slept on as an artist yeah. i mean i think she's huge right but i think obviously laney wilson's great I think that they're kind of in the same category in terms of music, but just Laney Wilson's huge and Haley's like there, but not a hundred percent there yet. So I think that, that it's cool that, you know, that's someone that you're, that you're, you know, putting your music after. So I think that's important. I love that. Now, um, you know, in the last year or so, we're going to say a year, 2021 is 2023, somewhere in that range last year and some change. Uh, what have you learned writing wise? You know, because I know, I know at that time, and I don't know if this is one hundred percent the same now, but I know at that time you kind of committed full full steam ahead. And, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, really really focus on music and really try and get in some great rooms and play at some great places. 
Now, what have you learned in the last year? Has anything changed? Have you um, grew in a certain way? Have you learned any big lessons? Failed at all? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, well, fail fail is a wrong word. You never actually <laughs> fail if you learn something. <laughs> right, exactly. I think um, what the biggest thing I've learned, like as far as like writing and stuff goes, is um, I just am trying to be more conscious of writing songs that are come from me and myself and my story and like um i feel like like i'm not gonna be like this i feel like a lot of folks in nashville are chasing that like redneck like down home southern type vibe in their songs which i love like i love a hearty record i love a more fallen record and i love like traditional country and that's just not like if when I think of myself as an artist, like I'm not going to have a fiddle in my songs. Right. You know? I mean, if the right one comes along, I mean, I do have a fiddle in one of my songs. <laughs> I um, I think just trying to be more authentically me has kind of been my overarching goal these last, I mean, heck really the last six months I've yeah. really kind of realized like who like that's important to anybody um and their mental health is just trying to show up as themselves and not put on a mask as somebody else right um I've also learned that I need to not be so set in in stone with how I think things are gonna end up I think so just to go back a little bit, my grandpa passed away this summer unexpectedly. And um, it was, it was really hard. It was the first grandpa grandparent that I have lost. Mm -hmm. And I, I had this like clear vision of, he always said that he wanted to drive my tour bus. And I was like, I want to have my grandparents see me play at the Opry. Yeah. And I had this clear vision. And I think one of the things that I've learned is that, you know, the path isn't going to be exactly what you expect it to be. Right. And that's okay. Like, that's like the beauty in life is that it takes you through all these sorts of different turns. And I'm learning to accept those things that I can't exactly make happen the way I pictured them. Sure. Yeah, I get it. I do. I, uh, I had to learn that myself also just in terms of life, but, but I'm sorry to hear that. That's terrible. That's, you, you never want that to happen. I've had that happen to me too. And it's not, it's not fun. It really isn't. So, um, but you know, you can live on that legacy through the songs and then try and make as many people proud as you, uh, as you so please. And, and as many people as you can. So I think that, that, um, you know, keep on, you know, pushing the music out there and, and you'll make them proud. You'll make everyone proud. So oh, I think yeah. that's great. Totally. Um, but you know what, on, on the, on the note of, uh, you know, trying to be all authentic, right? Like I feel like in the last few weeks or not well, last few weeks, last few months, I'll say, uh, that's been a huge conversation, uh, within myself and within other artists and songwriters and just like people in general, I, I I've gotten a lot of people recently for some odd reason, asked me like why I sit here and do this every week, um, every week. And that's like the big thing, like why every week? And I'm like, well, one, I love it. Like I get a lot of joy in life sitting here talking about music and meeting new people and making friends. And I was like, two, 
I mean, it's, it's not, it's not hard for me. You know what I mean? Because like who I am here is exactly who you get the second I turn this computer off. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't BS. I'm a firm believer in if you're bullshitting, someone's going to figure it out. You know, like who I am on a day to day is exactly who I am now. And that's important. Now I circle that in the fact that more and more people have said, like, I just want to be authentically myself. And I want that to show through the songs. And I think that's probably numero uno in terms of importance in music, especially when you're trying to write songs and, and, and come up through the uh, woodworks. Right. Um, But why do you think that that's so like, what, like, have you personally seen that happening? And, and if so, like why I don't, cause I don't know why, like within the last year or so, that's like everyone's main priority to be, is to be super authentic. Like, do we think a year ago, two years ago, like people were just trying to, you know, hop on the the fake train and see what they think works. Like, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm seriously asking because I have no idea, but I've noticed it more and more. And it's interesting. I, I mean, I think it's partially because of social media. I mean, just in as people in general, like, because I mean, you're always comparing yourself to yeah. this random, a random person on TikTok or <laughs> it is. And like, um, you see what they do that works well. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to copy that. Right. And then it slowly chips away at like, who you actually are and you start becoming this fake version of yourself who you think is going to be impress the next person and all that but in nashville i think like you're constantly trying to you're trying to mold into an artist that like a label or a writer that a publisher will want to hire on i mean because like it's tough like you want because you want to make a living at this right and to make a living, you have to you think you have to compromise a little bit of who you are in order to get that win okay. i mean i don't believe that that's necessarily the case because i think i mean look at Haley witters like she's exactly who she is so we think you know yeah. so sure I, I i think you're probably right and i think that like also i mean i want to say that this has something to do with it that like the emergence of success coming from independent artists is probably a big term, a big point in it, right? Like it's a huge oh. factor. Like you see like Muscadon and, and like all of these major independent artists that are doing things their way and they, they're not attached to a label and they're still very successful and yep. have everything they want in life and play music wherever they want for a living. Like, I feel like that's probably a big part of it too, right? Like a lot of people are worried less about the label finding them and worried more about okay if i focus hard enough on the stuff i enjoy and the stuff i think matters to me then eventually if that label comes and it's a right fit then i can go from it there but i can have success if i put a lot of work in my music right like like anything you can have a lot of success if you put a work a lot of work into anything um but if you you know if you put all that if you go head first in music and and you work hard people will know whether you have a label or not so I don't know. Maybe that's the reason why I have no idea, but I find it very interesting that that's everyone's yeah. like huge, like number one, I just want to be authentic. And I'm like, great. Cause so do I. So awesome. Thanks yeah. so much. <laughs> like really appreciate it. And for me too, I think like getting older has really kind of shed a light on that for me as well. Like turning 30 is 
is fast approaching for me and like i'm like i i'm don't think i'm running out of time but like it's definitely like a wake-up call like okay where where does the next 30 years take me (laughs) well i mean it's true right like it's funny because uh um you know they always say like i always heard like the hangover between 29 and 30 is unreal like the changeover is ridiculous and i'm just like it really can't be that bad now i got a few years i'm 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 a few years away. Like I'm I'm okay, right? Like I'm gonna be 25. I got a good five years, right? So, so I'm good to go. But I know people that are some of my best friends are like 28 years old. I'm like, dude, look at that hairline. Like, <laughs> like hangover's about to get a little worse. Might as well keep it young, right? Like, like all these things. And I'm just like, it really can't be that bad. But I bet you anything is gonna hit me like a Mack truck. And it, I don't yeah, know. it's uh, I think turning 29 was a little more intimidating than turning 30 has been <laughs> me. But maybe that's because I have a song coming out like around my birthday where I'm like, I'm, this is distracting me from <laughs> the inevitable doom. Uh, but yeah, I, for some reason, I am not too, too worried about turning 30. Well, that's good. You don't want to be. <laughs> right. You could, you could still do everything you did at 29. You'll exactly. be all right. You're, exactly. you're, you're, you're a young guy. You're young. You're in good shape. You got a nice beard going. You're ready to go. You're good that's to right. go, dude. The worst thing about you is you're is you're you're a Vikings follower. I mean, that's the worst thing about you. That's the worst thing about me too, among many others. That's the worst thing about me. So, I mean, listen. Is yeah. your, is, are are your family's big Vikings fans? Oh yeah, they are. So like, They're, was was your weekend as worse as mine? Uh, probably not. Okay, that's good. I'm not. I'm like. I'm a. I'm a Vikings fan, but like I'm like honestly, like not like a diehard. Like I'm like whatever about it. You know what? Like, like, I say that too. And uh I just think I've fallen out of love with the NFL in the last few years. I still love the Vikings. Like, trust me, like I've watched these games, but like I wouldn't watch just a regular week six Sunday. I probably wouldn't. Uh, I mean, unless I had nothing to do, I probably wouldn't watch. If I had something better to do, I would go do that, whatever that better thing was. But I will say, like, I was at a bar during the Giants-Vikings game, and obviously I'm in uh, – we were texting, obviously, back and forth. And I was like, halftime, I'm just like, man, I'm drunk and not happy. We need to get out of here. Like, this yeah. is just – I was yeah. like – I was like two two buckets too many. I'm ready to go. <laughs> like this is this is wild. I looked at my brother. I was like, dude, we need to get out of here now. It was it was it was tough. It was it was tough. And you know what? They disappoint. And that's what it is. What it is? I actually um, I work with a guy who's from uh, uh, St. Paul. Okay, like that area. Yep. And he's a massive Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, how do you move from there to like New Jersey? Like, listen, I love New Jersey. I think New Jersey gets a bad rep. Uh, do I want to leave eventually? Yeah. But do I think it gets a bad rep? 100%. But I don't know if I leave Minnesota to come here. Ugh. I, I mean, know, the winters have to be a little bit easier in New Jersey. Yeah, but I mean. Not yeah. much. No, they're, they're easier. There's not as much snow. It's still as cold. Yeah. But it's not, well, maybe a little less cold. But it's not like negative two. It's like 20 or yeah. 10. <laughs> but I mean. Uh, I don't know. You guys got like cool stuff out there, like spotty cow and. No, that's Wisconsin. Oh, that is Wisconsin. I yeah. I'm not a big fan of spotted cow, even though. Why? I'm right. What is it? Tell me, as a beer guy, what does spotted cow taste like? It's just like a. I'm not much of a beer guy, but it's like. Are a... you not? 
like I I like I enjoy beer. Okay. But tell you the difference, probably. Not. It's like a, it's like a ale. I think I don't really know. You're are you a you're a uh, are you a cheap beer guy? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, me too. The Golden Light, yeah. Bud Light, Coors Light doesn't matter. I know we were talking about the uh, the Natty Lights bringing back the vintage cans. I I I, I still stand by my statement. I think that's a great marketing move, and uh, that that's my plans for the weekend. So that that'll be great. But I, uh, you know, what I actually heard recently, I want your take on this. Here is, I said, um, I was I was sitting somewhere and I was having a really long day, and I was just like, I need a good beer after work. And someone goes, well, what's that? I call Miller Lite. And they're like, you said a good beer. I said, I, I said what I said and I'll say it louder. And they're like, no, like you need like an IPA. I'm like, you don't try and push that garbage <laughs> on me because you drink one of those things and you're bloated and they don't even taste that good. I don't even care what anyone says. They don't taste good. <laughs> Bullshit. I think they taste good. And um, I got scrutinized for it, and I don't think that that's fair. I don't think they're that good. Do you think they're good? I, on a cold day, I love an IP. Okay, that's fair. You know, if if it's like ninety degrees out, I need a light beer. Yep, just a basic. Now, what's your favorite IPA? <sighs> have no idea <laughs> okay so then i don't know if that statement is 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 i don't know if i could take your your uh your knowledge on that one because <laughs> if i tell you if i ask your favorite ipa if, like if you ask my favorite light beer miller light right the- my friend carrie cooper would be very disappointed in me i guess i would have to say a bemidji i don't know what their ipa Wait, name is <laughs> isn't doesn't she doesn't bemidji. she like your friend like, right she's uh she's like high up in a brewery right like she does like mixology yeah. stuff well, she does tap tender or tap tender is what they called her. Um, That's so cool. I don't know if she's still working with them or not. I'll have to follow up, but That's a really cool them. job. And I I need to find like a, a craft beer job here. Right. When you can just taste beer all day. Yeah. Like what, do, I mean, what do you do for a living? I drink beer. I drink beer. <laughs> that I mean, that I, would be a great if I was on Tinder, that'd be an awesome Tinder profile bio. What do you do for a living? I drink beer. I drink beer. I, I think a lot of country singers could say the same thing, though. That's true. That's a good point. So you, you know what you should do? This is popping mad right now. You should write a song. Uh, and like, instead of mentioning like, like drinking my light, light beer of whatever sort, you should like literally mention IPAs and see how, <laughs> how pissed off it gets people. You don't have to put it out. You just have to send it to me. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll work on that this next <laughs> Try and rhyme IPA with some. I'm, I'm writing that idea down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all caps. What, what did you do today? I P A. Unreal. In the title, just IPA. And then we can think of like a fun like acronym. Acronym. For... In. In. Uh... <laughs> no. <all right. laughs> we're going to get. We're, we're going to be sitting here for 50 minutes with dead silence. So we'll, we'll, we'll circle back on this one. I'll give you a FaceTime call, but we'll, uh, we'll figure it out there. Um, okay. So speaking of, of um, music and, and turning 30, your new song, uh, things you do when we're, when you're young. Um, it's kind of all about that, right? Like it's, it's all about these things that you said you'd maybe never be. And now maybe you're thinking, okay, it's not all that bad of an idea, right? 
Um, right. So, so talk about it. Why is it the song you're going to put out now? You haven't put music out in since 2020, right? So, like, this is like yeah. kind of that debut. Like, hey, I'm back. Um, so, uh, you know, who'd you write the song with? You know, why this song? There's some things I'm going to yell at you about about it because I think it's funny. But I think it's a great song. I think it's super catchy, and I love it. So, talk about it a little bit. Uh, so it was actually a solo, right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So sometimes when I have like a big streak of like writing days where we don't really get anything or it's just not quite landing where I want to, I like rage, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit at home and write a song by myself (laughs) is exactly how I want it to be. Some people rage quit. Aaron rage writes. I rage write. And so I wrote this song. I think it was like, honestly, it was shortly after, or I think it was the summer after I turned 29 that I wrote that. And I had that title written it down in my phone for for a long time. And when I get into those rage rights, I like scroll through my notes and I'm like, what's a song that I've pitched out that nobody wants to write with me? And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I just... I it, honest, it was really honest and it came pretty quickly once I s- sat down with it. And um, yeah, I, it, I talk about turning into my dad and um, how turning, getting older is just weird because you feel like you're, you can hang with like the young crowd, but you're also like, Oh, I could stay in on a Friday night. And I agree at nine you know <laughs> be in bed by nine but you could also go and enjoy a good sunday fun day and 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 be drunk by noon right so i mean yeah. like you know there's it leans both ways i think it's actually a really nice thing it's like it's like a seesaw it's like which way are you gonna go today it's great it's uh, i think it's cool now let me ask you what one of my favorite lines is and i'm gonna paraphrase because i don't have the line written down because i'm a bozo but um you know i like old songs and old trucks, right? Like, I think that's cool because I also like old songs and old trucks, but um, what are some ways you think you're turning into your dad? This is very interesting. Oh gosh. Like uh, some specifics. Therapist today. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, no, I, the old trucks line was really what I think of when I think of my dad, because every time we drive past like an old Ford, like from like 1970, he's like, oh, I want that truck. And he never pulls the trigger on it. And then I think like the I think now when I drive around Nashville and I see like a truck from the 90s, I'm like, oh, that's a sick truck. That's what I say. That's what I say. So it's it's just interesting because I I would always like roll my eyes at him whenever he would say that and um yeah and my dad's a big like eighties music fan um and so whenever we're driving around he's always listening to like eighties music and he's like got the name artist year it came out like down and and, and like and like we're charted on the on the charts too that's like a big one for my dad too he's filled with like useless information he's like oh this song came out here here um and it was uh it, it, it charted here and he knows exactly what year it came out which i don't think i'd be able to do honestly I yeah don't know. and so i and then obviously like i can do that with any song from like the 90s and yeah. so i i was like that's kind of interesting how we're both similar in that way and then um we're both like very good procrastinators that's that's our mo yeah 
off to the last minute. Yeah. You tell I don't me. Know, I don't know if it's hereditary or what, but man, I am I work the best under pressure. That's what they say. I yeah. don't know if I do. I thought I did for a while. And then I work like in a job that is literally you're under pressure. And when I'm really under pressure, I don't know if I do as great as I thought I did. And then I get yelled at. So I mean, deadlines, deadlines are like the day before for me. So I don't, okay. I don't plan anything. It's always last minute. And by Listen, the I said that's how I was in school. And maybe that's why I'm not, a, I like wasn't a great student. <laughs> Same here, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> But um, no, I think that's really cool that that like there there are things that you're noticing about yourself where you're like, okay, maybe ten years ago I wouldn't do this, yeah. but now I'm doing it, right? Like I I even do that, right? Like I I think about it, and uh, you know, my dad's a great guy. We're we're very similar in a lot of aspects, and um, there are a lot of things uh that we differ on, but there's also a lot of similarities. Like one big thing that always sticks out to a lot of people is, um, I love wearing white sneakers <laughs> but like i'm talking like i have i was trying to see if they're over there i have like probably like i'm not a sneakerhead by any means like i'd rather have like five pairs of really nice boots than like 10 pairs of really nice sneakers right i have a lot of different sneakers but they're all like cheap they're not like super expensive so i have like vans and converse and and pf flyers and and a pair of Adidas. And like, if I, let's say I have eight pairs, six of them are white. Like in some aspect, mostly white, if not all white. Right. They go with and it, Literally like, like I'm talking whiter than my skin type white. And you could see through me. <laughs> that's how white they are. And I like clean them. I'll like throw them in the dishwasher, dishwasher, in the washing machine with some detergent and they get white. And I just like let them air dry. And that's all I do. But it's funny because I do that now because I think they go with everything. Uh, but when I was a kid, all I did was rip on my dad because all he wore was white shoes with like just the little splash of color. If anything, uh -huh. like it would be like a black swoosh or like sometimes he'd have some red in there. And then like when he turned 40, his, his buddy got him like a Converse gift card so we can go out and buy like the white high top original Chuck Taylors that he like played basketball. And I was like, dad, you're so weird. But now I think that's so cool. Right. So yeah. like, so like, I walk outside and like my, my neighbors would be like, you, you look like your dad now with the white shoes. And I'm like, listen, it is what it is. Guys got style. Apparently I do too. So, um, so it's like things like that, that are funny. And I listen to a lot of older music too. So, and like, I, I've become a weird, like trivia head where like, I can tell you when a movie came out, but like in my era and sometimes is, but like in my era or like, I could tell you when a song came out or who wrote the song or like all these weird little things are like sometimes when people want to talk about, I know like some random facts about the Beatles. Cause when I was a kid, I was a huge Beatles fan. Not that I'm not now, but I was got really into the Beatles when I was a kid. And um, someone we were like at a bar and like, Hey Jude came on and I looked right at the person. I'm like, you know why the song is written? And they're like, no, but you're probably going to tell me. And I was like, yeah, I am. And it like, you can like list a ton of other songs and why I do that. But it's funny how you just like, kind of latch on and you're like a subject to your environment yeah and well, it's like it's like the uh uh was it the the geico some insurance company ad where they're like we can't prevent you from being your parents or whatever <laughs> and 
like the the person with the purple hair walks by and they're like, <laughs> we all see it. We all see it. <laughs> it's such a, that's a good one. I like that one a lot, it, but it's true. Like you can't, you can't. Yeah. And, and like, isn't that, isn't that the one thing? Like, um, I know my mom, my dad always said this to me growing up. He's like, never tell your mother she's turning into grandma. Right. Um, cause that's like a big no, no tip there. Yeah. That is a pro tip. And she's not, my mom isn't, my mom isn't turning into my grandma, but there are some moments where you're like, like, did you have to yell that loud? Like, did you have to tell us dinner was, was ready from like the next room and we're all like the whole family's over and we're all like having a family party and you're like, dinner. like, did you have to yell that loud? No, I don't know. But, um, no, but it's true. Like, like never tell your parents that they're turning into their parents, but I think I'd be pretty happy to turn into my dad. So I don't know if that's a negative thing. Um, and I think that song's cool that you get to kind of put that perspective on people and, and, you know, say like, cause honestly, like think about how many songs in the last 10 years have been written about that topic. I really don't know. I don't know if I could tell you. So I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a definitely like a common thing that everybody experiences, you know, I mean, right. McGraw has his song and like, Kenny Chesney has a song that's something similar to that. I can't think of the title right now, but um, yeah, I, I just think it, I mean, it was true to what I'm going through right now. And mm -hmm. it is, it's nice to be able to like identify with a song that I'm releasing. Right. And I think so. that's awesome. And you know what? I also think that, and I'll tell you this, that Miller Lite Friday nights are still acceptable when you're 50 and you can't tell me different. I, I a hundred percent agree. You don't have to grow up. You don't have to grow up at all. Now, let me ask. I'm going to ask you this, and I'm going to give you five. But if you can't think of five, you can give me three. Okay. Um, what are five things that you could do that are acceptable prior to becoming 30 that might not be acceptable 30 or after? Oh, that's a good question. Now, that doesn't mean you don't do them. I'm just saying that they might be a little bit more frowned upon after you turn 30. Uh, um, oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm in the process of growing a little bit of a mullet, <laughs> not, a, hat off. Hat off. Not, not a full, not a full mullet, oh. but we're, we're growing it out just, just to see. Cause I mean, call it a midlife crisis. <laughs> I just was like, while I have it, I want to try it. So we're going for it. That's what I'm saying love it why, so, why i have it i want to keep it <laughs> so i would say growing a mullet after 30 might not be accessible will i still do it maybe we'll see you know why because it is okay to still not grow up and act like a kid see you can always turn it around you can always turn it around That's what i'm here for um but what's another one uh oh my gosh this is tough a thing that is not acceptable when you're 30 uh, i'm gonna say like having that like player like type mentality okay like settle down man what right. what are you trying to do that's fair that's fair <laughs> i um you know i agree with that one i agree with that one gosh what's another one going to tin roof on demumbrian okay <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where those belmont and vandy kids <laughs> there if you're over 30 yeah, i think that's a good idea i think that might be a good idea um is that three that's three you can give me one more if you can give me two you're you gotta 
gold sorry plus for the day i'm gonna say like not having like a 401k or some oh. sort of retirement yeah which guess who doesn't have <laughs> <laughs> gonna give you a little hint there <laughs> <laughs> i cashed out my 401k to record this project so well, fun listen stuff. you gotta do what you gotta do right you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do Listen, I think those are some good ones. I really do. I I, I really really do. Now, my question: if I, if I think of a fifth one, I'll I'll mention it, it out. Just yell it out. Now, my okay. question right here is like: is I'm thinking, like, what are some things that I might do now, or that I did in college, that are uh, no longer acceptable past thirty? Now, blacking, blacking, blacking out. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I haven't. I haven't done out. that since college. Yeah, and I only. I've. I'm really proud to say I've only ever done it once. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. That, but I'm like a different breed, right? Cause like, no, it's not a, like I got diabetes. I can't like black out. Like, what, like, what if I go into like diabetic <laughs> hypoglycemic? Like, that's a bad news, right? Right. Like one time, one time I started drinking at like three in the afternoon and I started with like, remember when Natty Light came out those seltzers? Mm, I don't. I'm not and much that, of a. Neither am I, but they came out with them and I was like all gung ho on them. They were like 6% and I got, oh, yes, I do remember. I, I got the tall right? boys. Yeah. 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 So I got the tall boys and I like started drinking them. And then, then my friend showed up a couple hours later, I was already hammered. And then we like went out. I didn't make, I didn't make it past 1230. I was like down for the count back, like having a date with the toilet by 1230. <laughs> Yeah, it was, and, and I, I only know this because my brother told me. Plus, he took videos, so that's that's great. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's that's a. I think that's a good one. That that is not acceptable past thirty. Honestly, I don't even think that's acceptable past twenty five. I think that that needs to be put back in your in your in your early twenties. But I mean, if you've done it past twenty five, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and jet. Right. <laughs> I just that that drunk. I haven't been like. I mean, the 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 other Sunday when we were out uh, watching the Vikings game on Broadway or whatever was that Sunday or Saturday? That it was, was uh, that was some, that was Saturday, I think. Oh, was it Saturday? Yeah. No, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. I think you're right. And uh, I was ready to be home by nine. We started at two though, so I was proud of myself for making it that long. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Can I can I put you can I put you on blast for a second? Yeah. And if. Uh, if at this point after I say this, you say, let's cut that out, cut it out. But if, if you're listening to it right now, I didn't cut it out. Um, so I, so uh, I texted Aaron about the Vikings game. He responded back with a great gif of uh, Kirk Cousins with about six chains on his neck uh, doing a dance. And then we went back and forth for a little bit. And then he sent me uh, his, his new song uh, in which the SoundCloud link at the time didn't work. <laughs> and he responded back with, I'm trying to send you the link to listen, which he already did, <laughs> but, but I'm too drunk and too old to figure out how to send it. <laughs> <laughs> and in which we went back forth, back and forth. And then he texted me like, I still couldn't figure it out even the next day, which I now realize what happened. Yeah. It huh? said it was unavailable. So it still uh, says sometimes it's unavailable. Like I can't always open it where it like, actually opens up i don't really know. oh were you able to actually listen to it once and then i tried oh. to do it again and it wouldn't open up okay so i submitted it for distribution and it my the distribution company that i use flagged it for 
copyright. Hmm. So that is why. That interesting. So. Very interesting. Well, hey, now we know. But I, yeah. I was crying because I wasn't <laughs> even like I just got to the bar at that point for the most part. And he said, I'm too drunk and too old. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, he's not he is not too old. And I just love it. I love that that was your excuse. Because now like now you can play the card like, oh, like it sucks because like I'm 25. Right. So so I can't really play the technology. I'm not really good with technology. You got to be good with technology. And you do too, but you can play the on 30 card. And I don't like that. <laughs> I, I, I like to think I'm pretty good with technology. Sometimes. Yeah, I would say so. You're, you're, I, you're avid on TikTok. I think that if you can get through TikTok, you're, you're pretty good. Hey, I'm trying my best out here. You are though, because you like do the mic thing and then the song plays after like you, after you talk, which I think is kind of cool. I don't know how to do that. I think that's pretty cool. So you're, you're, you're pretty tech savvy. I'd give you a, a, a tech hat and say, go oh. ahead. Appreciate it. I'll add it to my resume for you. There, there you go. When you send it out, tech savvy in <laughs> quotes, dash Kyle Corbus. <laughs> Hopefully I'll make a res- resume anytime soon. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if that'll be needed. You can just keep that one back on the, uh, back on the hard drive. Never pull it out again. You'll be all right. Um, so let me, let me ask you. So with this song coming out, you said, you have another batch of stuff coming. Um, is this like the, are you going to do like the singles route and put out a bunch of singles? Or are you going to like eventually do the three songs, two singles, or are you going to do, I don't know. Are you going to eventually put them on whole, on a whole project? Like what is your plan going forward? And, and, um, you know, like, what do you want these next batch of songs in 2023 to be for Aaron Clapton? Yeah. So, um, I, I have, uh, three other songs that'll be coming out this year. Cool. Um, I'll be released as singles just cause like, that's how you have to do things totally. these days, you know? Um, but eventually they'll all be part of a project, um, which I'm really excited about. I've been working with um, Caleb Fisher at Farmland Studios yeah. here. Bill And man, the when we got into the studio and all the musicians started playing everything, it felt so good to, yeah. to be produced and to like i feel like they sound a little different than the what my peers are doing here in nashville which i love that's cool uh, and man i the guitar tone at the beginning of things you do my absolute favorite guitar awesome. tone I've ever had in a song yeah and like those guys over there were so nice they were con like one of the big things that i wanted to have for the project was I wanted it to sound unique to me and they were so like I feel like in past experiences it was such a quick process of getting a song recorded and we did all four of the songs at the same time so I think that helped tremendously and making sure they were all cohesive and we could take the time to like really make sure that it's what I wanted it to sound like and the guys playing on it were so nice and they were like is this exactly how you want it to sound? And one of the songs, actually it was things you do when you're young. They started playing it and it was like a very like early Keith Urban vibe, like with banjo, like on it. And I was like, you know, let's, let's regroup on this and let's try to different. And so that was like, if, I was in that situation back in 2019 when I was putting out spare key and matches, I would have just said, okay, yep, that's it. They right. know better. 
you know, and right. I was proud of myself for sticking to my guns on that. Which I think goes back to what we were saying before about how the fact like you just really wanted to wait until the time was right, until it made sense, until it was kind of everything that you wanted it to be. Because like we always talk about, like this stuff doesn't just, there's not just one, it's not free. Two, right. it's just, it, it's not like it's like the easiest thing in the world to say, okay, let's go record a song first time in, you're done. Like that's it. Okay, three minutes, give me another one. You're not done in 30 minutes. This is not how it works. So right. um, I just like, I love that you really took the time and you also took the time to say, okay, yeah, I might love that that banjo sound from the early Keith Urban stuff, but I know that that's not me and I'm, I don't want that to be me. So like, let's regroup and figure out something that is me. And I think that that is really important. I've heard great things about Farmland. I know a few people that record their records there. I think it's awesome that you're doing it there because it, it really does seem like a, uh, a, uh, well, so I'll use a baseball analogy. It seems like a switch hitter park. It seems like kind of there are people that go in there with a bunch of different sounds and it always comes out sounding great and they don't cater to one type of sound, right? Like, and I think that that's really important. You can get like the most cowboy person in there and then you can get someone who just really focuses on songs and, and more melodic and, and things like that. And they still come out totally different and just as great. I think that, that 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 is really important that you have a team like that that'll uh you know produce that stuff. So I commend you. I'm excited to hear these songs. I'm excited for this new song. Uh, I think everyone will love it. It's catchy as hell. And it's also super relatable for most people, uh, like you were saying. So I think it's gonna be great. And um I'm really excited to hear it. Uh welcome back. Congratulations. It's gonna be awesome. Thank you so much. Uh being a podcast again. Hey, listen. And then we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again eventually. I think that that's how we got to go. Also, your uh, your new Instagram picture, fire. Phenomenal. The baby pic? The baby pic. Yeah, I mean, had to. You can't you can't go wrong with the baby pic. We're in a nice little backwards hat going on there. What does it say? Yeah. Bugle boy on there? Look at you. <laughs> I was I was the original bugle boy. <laughs> I, was the original. I, I don't even know what that is. It, it doesn't been. even matter. I think your new nicknames just should be Bugle Boy. <laughs> I'll put that on my resume too. Please, yes. please do. Please do. Everybody, you can go follow Aaron on Instagram at Aaron Clapton, all one word. Uh, and, and, and keep a lookout for the new song. Uh, the things you do when, when you're young. Dream it and go share it with your friends and, and do all the things uh, you do when you're young. And if you're yeah. 30 or above, still. Do those things you do when you're young because it doesn't make sense to grow up ever. <laughs> That's what I tell myself to make it okay. So, you know, do all the good things. Have a good time. Enjoy life. Listen to the music. Enjoy the songs and uh, it'll all be worth it. Aaron, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to see uh, where things go for you with this song and, and so much more and, and to hear all these new songs. And uh, we'll get you on soon here. Uh, everybody, you can uh, go listen to the Member Country Music Podcast for every stream podcast, iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify. Spotify, it's there. Uh, go follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. Did I get all the points in? I think I did. I'm Kyle. That's Aaron Clapton. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. <laughs>